step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to Sadie and Shane's super happy fall fun time, fun time fall fiesta. Brought to you by Baltic Effect. I'm Sadie, that's Shane. Yes, all the alliteration. So, uh, people who are tuning in from the True Detective feed, um, I'm putting it on there because it's me and Shane, and you guys listened to us apparently and didn't hate us. So, uh, we're going to be talking about lots of stuff that we like this fall, like Scream Queens, Leftovers, um, the Serial Podcast, uh, what was the other one? Fargo. Um, The fact that Shane has not watched any Alien or Predator movies, and he's going to start doing that. So, we're going to talk about those, um, and also just random things that we like in the fall, things we're doing things we're recommending um all like that there and people from baltic effect we're not this is not any of the other shows this is a separate thing this is the fun time fall fiesta Woo! And just to add to that a little bit sadie i want to make sure that we point out you said something about um we know that they like us because they listen to yeah no you we watched under the dome they might be listening to us because they hate us that's true yeah yeah sorry about the under the dome thing we did that so, no, I don't mean that for that reason that they hate us. I'm saying we hate it under the dome, but we still watched it anyway. Yeah, it's they true. They might hate this show and listen to us anyway. Just pr- don't presume they love us. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's true. Um, but also, Scream Queens is my new favorite thing. It's just, it's blowing my mind. It's hilarious and gross. And I love that it's on regular television and still manages to get away with, like, you have a ginormous boner. and, and oh, Or uh, you shave your box the way I like it. Yeah, that, yep, also. Um, are you going to touch my wiener? Like, that whole, that whole thing. Milo came out last night, and I'm like, pause. Like, and he went back in his room, and I'm like, because he's going to say touch my wiener, like, three more times in this scene. So, yeah, yeah good times. Um, well, you know, we're talking about Scream Queens. Let's just try to... We can talk about it. Let's just do it. Um, lots of things we love. Shane loves uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, and also Carol, because he likes uh, women with short gray hair. Apparently. No, I like strong women, and I like it when uh, they can come in and, you know, take over and be badasses. And that's what Carol from Walking Dead and Jamie Lee Curtis on this show, because I refuse to learn anyone's names. That's what they do. Her name is Dean Munch, as in... Oh, that's right. As yeah, in Munch. As in, yeah. as in Box Munch, but she's not a lesbian, because she's sleeping with, um, with Chad Radwell. Well, who isn't? True that, right? Like, literally everyone. All the Chanel's and... Yep. Her and you know if he had his way, Boone. Wait, Boone? If he had his way, he would sleep with the what? If Boone had his way, oh, with he with would Chad, be yes, sleeping with Chad Radwell. I'm sorry, I was still thinking about Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, because he has a huge boner. So cute. Where are your hands on the frog? Hands on the frog. Mm-hmm. That's like my ha- hashtag. Frog. Hashtag hands on the frog. So nice. Yes, exactly. Um, I'm in cahoots. 
hashtag cahoots. I'm in love with Grace. She's adorable. Um, oh, speaking of hashtag cahoots, what mm-hmm. do you think of Denise, the security lady? Denise Hemphill? Uh, the... You know, yeah, we know yes. One. Yes, I know, but yeah, Denise Hemphill. She always refers to herself oh, yeah, as both names. And if if you call Denise Hemphill, she will come running if she is on the premises. And if you call Denise Hemphill and, and she does not come way. running, then she is not on the premises. And then you should dial one eight six six. And if that doesn't work, yeah, oh, she's She'll awesome. And, her, and then she knows to call the cops. Exactly. I'm thinking it might actually she might be one of one of the one of the killers because um, of their whole racist thing. She's kind of the I right age so. to have been rejected in the olden days. I don't think so. I don't think uh, – I mean they would have to pull a giant 180 on her character and her abilities because she's not being presented as the, the smartest, cleverest person on the show. It's true. It's true. But, but she's really – She is she, hilarious. She is totally hilarious. I was so excited to see her name in the credits. And also Nassim Pedrad was also yes. – she is fantastic. Um, I think she's the one holding the baby at the beginning of the show. And uh, let's see. Did we we did baby already? Um, go. Well, we need to talk about who the baby is. I think that the baby is uh, the main girl because of like watching too much television and how that's how they always do the story, where the person with the giant secret in their past, even if they don't know about it, is usually the person that we've been following the whole time. Grace, is that her name? Main girl, main yes. character girl. Grace. Grace has been our eyes into this show, and that means a she's probably going to last till the end, and b. She is important. And yes. Baby is important. And she's like Nev Campbell in Scream, who didn't know that her mom slept with Skeet Ulrich's dad and was the whole reason that they broke up and blah, blah. Um, one thing I like about uh, maybe Jamie Lee Curtis being involved in the murders is if you get young guy and older woman, then that's the beginning. That's the first Scream movie also. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, that's the second one. Sorry, second one. Yeah, I wasn't going to correct you, but I... Uh, yes. You yeah. Movie guy and... and that lady the first friday the 13th right i know and that's 20 years later also every 20 years we'll have a a middle-aged woman be the killer yep i love that they're pulling all of the tropes on this show but i am having a hard time differentiating differentiating it from scream which i'm actually also watching the tv series of the scream Scream, but everything that i've seen has said that this is much better than scream oh it totally is it totally is but i'm just in full-on fall mode and i just want to watch teenagers get cut up that's like this show is if you took every Ryan Murphy show and squeezed it through a meat grinder honestly and covered it in sugar that it, is what this show is it like. honestly is i know yeah i'm i was we talked about this before um i i didn't like glee i wanted to like glee but i wanted the kids to be able to sing and not be autotuned autotune actually like is like nails on a chalkboard for me when I when I hear auto tune, it makes me crazy. I'm like, let the children sing; they're actually pretty good. Just let them do it. If this was a Glee club, they'd be people singing with their voices. Let I think them I caught do a it. few episodes of Glee. It was mostly when they were doing an artist that I really cared about. But I can't say I really watched the show very much at all. Yeah, no. But I watched all of Nip Tuck. I uh, got home from a trip, and I had watched Young and the Restless for 30 years. And I got home from this trip and decided, you know what? I'm done with Young and the Restless. Just like cold turkey quit and decided to start watching Nip Tuck. And I watched all five seasons in like three months. So every time my husband walked in the door, someone was fucking or getting cut up. And that is how Milo was born. 
<laughs> no, this was post Milo. And the poor boy, I was like, no, stay in there. Don't come out. Don't come out. <laughs> but yeah, love, love Nip Tuck and obviously love American Horror Story. Um, yeah. People, if you're listening to us and you don't know, we do American Horror Story also. Not Shane, but me and a couple other guys on Baltic Effect. Starts a couple weeks. And they're Woo! awesome. They are awesome. Very excited. We also do Walking Dead. So we won't be discussing American Horror Story or Walking Dead on this show because we, we do that elsewhere. The Walking Dead. I haven't watched it. Oh, you haven't? Nope. Don't care. Oh, okay. Nope. Not well, going to watch it. I'll tell you what. I've watched four episodes and I feel the same way. Oh, boom. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, um... So we about might... the Scream Queens. Yes. Uh, we haven't discussed yet uh, on this version of the recording. Uh, who do you think is the Devils? Well, the Devils, because we know now that there's at least two. Yes, that Boone must be one because of the thing. And yeah, what you said in your text also, like, how did the morgue not notice? I don't know. I don't know. But they they did it on <laughs> Alias. Did the morgue not notice that he was not really dead. But the cops didn't notice that he wasn't dead. And the cops didn't see the footprints leading to the bathroom and back. It's true. It's true. Yeah, and that yeah, that was really, really funny, and I can't figure out... I, it has to be some kind of homage to something, and I don't know what the homage is on that. I'm not sure, but I feel like this show, I'm giving it way more slack than a lot of things when it comes to something like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be believable. I mean, uh, Denise is not believable. A lot of stuff on the show is not believable, but it is fun. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, I it's expect... Like I would nitpick Under the Dome to death but it was not supposed to be fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And I also expect more from American Horror Story than I, than I do from this. Yeah, this exactly. Is, this, this is American Horror Story light. Yes, this is campy. This is, um, Milo said, I think that show is meant for teenagers. I totally agree. I think that like 17-year-olds... the dome too. Yes, I think 17-year-olds would love this show. It's a great, like, intro to horror, you know? It's, yeah, it's great for that. Um, uh, so, Killers, I think... Uh, you know, I I don't know. I accused Denise Hemphill earlier, but I don't think so. I think Jamie Lee Curtis is one of them. I think there's something going on with her, but I don't think she's one of the killers. Um, yeah. I think Boone is one, and I think that the other one – I was coming to this realization as we realized that we weren't recording last time. <laughs> so, uh, My grand unifying theory now is that Wes, the father, is one of the devils. He has motive because he wants to scare his daughter out of that sorority, uh-huh. and he wants to scare her out of that sorority because he's already mentioned her mom was in that sorority. If my theory about her being the baby is true, then all of that trauma that happened back 20 years ago is why he doesn't want her to be there. And yeah. also, when he was fighting one of the devils tonight or last night, he wound up with just a cut on his arm. Which is a very scream thing to do. Yep. As you know, make it look real and make it look like you're a victim and you're actually behind it. Yep. Jerry O'Connell in Scream Two. Yep. My exactly. other grand, my of us and or an, a murder on the Orient Express type situation going on. Okay, I haven't seen that. Okay, it's a great book, and they made a movie of it in the '70s. But mm-hmm. uh, spoiler alert for a book from 1935 or whatever. Murder on the Orient Express has a whole train car full of passengers who don't really know each other. They're all on this trip across, you know, the Orient. And, uh... What? This guy... Spoiler alert! Murdered. Yeah, there's this guy that gets murdered, and, uh, you know, Hercule Poirot is there, and he has to figure out who the murderer is, blah, blah, blah. Point being, in the end, it turns out that they all did know each other, and they were all colluding, and everybody murdered the guy. Oh! So we could have that sort of situation, because everybody on this show seems like they could be a killer. So... 
you it's know, true. just that's far out there. That's not going to actually happen. But what if everybody is the murderer and it comes down to like two devils standing next to each other? Like, wait, am I going to kill you now? What's going on? Nice. I like that. That's cool. Well, and also, like, nothing in a Ryan Murphy is ever as it seems. Yeah. I saw people online today speculating, hey, maybe there's three devils, you know, because the big twist on a normal show would be get to the end of the season and reveal there were two. Well, now, you know, three episodes in, they've revealed that there were two already, so there's got to be another big, big twist. Well, yeah, the end of the second episode when, yeah, when Boone ripped off his thing and the guy was there. and Well, then we knew there were accomplices, but we didn't know that there were two devils. Like, they, I didn't know that they were both being the devil. Yeah, exactly. And good question that you asked on my text, too, was, um, like, why is he wearing his costume to come and see him? And my answer yeah. was, because Ryan Murphy likes masks. Yeah, so, and my answer was, well, because practically the audience can't see the person, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, let's see. Um, I think I've pretty much covered everything I want to talk about with that yeah. right now. Yeah, oh, oh, wait. Listeners, check out Scream screen Queens. It's worth watching. Favorite death, though. Um, I was... Oh, uh, yeah. Death... Def Taylor Swift with her head being mowed off. That was fucking awesome. And you? How do you? How did you feel about that scene where she didn't hear the lawnmower coming because she's deaf? Well, I love how she kept asking people to speak up. So is she totally <laughs> deaf? I think she just couldn't read their lips because they were not speaking clearly. Yeah. And also, if she knows all the words to the Taylor Swift songs and she can sing them, she must be able to hear a little, like if she puts on okay, headphones yeah, and cranks it and shit. But I love that, like, I mean, that chick looked like, looks like Taylor Swift. And that was weird. For the listener, if you haven't watched the show, they, as a hazing ritual, they buried some of the pledges up to their necks and left them overnight. Well, then the devil shows up on the motor thing, on the lawnmower. And mows one of them down. Now, if he's trying to kill everybody in the sorority, why doesn't he mow all of them down? That's a very good question that does not get answered. Because it's more fun to just do one at a time. Sorry. Sorry. Did you hear me? Because my headphone was up. All right. Yeah. Yeah. More fun to do one at a time because that's how horror movies work, y'all. What did I say earlier was my favorite death? Uh, I don't don't think you actually did. Oh. Hmm. See, it's hard. Let's think. I liked the the killing Mr. Softcone guy. That was cool. That was really uh, cool. <laughs> oh, and somebody else pointed out online that, you know, why did he kill Mr. Softcone guy? And they said, well, what if it's because of competition? What if Reporter Kid actually is one of the devils and he doesn't want somebody else being the mascot? True that. Good point. I don't know. Good okay, point. Uh, so my favorite death so far... I mean, I think the lawnmower. I gotta say the lawnmower death. That was just the most creative. That was that, funny. It was great. And um, in the last recording, and not this one, I, um, Shane texted me when uh, White Mammy got her head um, shoved in the fryer, and he texted me, Oh my God, the fryer scene, I was eating a sandwich. Which, yep. Yeah, super gross. Um, <laughs> the fryer scene, have you seen? I think it is... It's Oh, and awesome. It's Halloween... Two. Have you seen Halloween yes. two? Yeah, when it's a hot tub, the hot tub that gets like heated up really, really hot, and and they burn someone's face off in a hot tub. So, yeah, wait at the hospital. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, oh, love Jamie Lee Curtis. Love Halloween. <laughs> love Halloween. I had a job interview once where the guy asked me, "What's your favorite movie?" I said, "Reservoir Dogs." What's your favorite horror movie? I said, "Halloween." He said, "Me too. You're hired." <laughs> nice. Boom. Yes. All right. So. Have you started your alien predator um, thing yet? That's a good segue, though. Speaking of Halloween, um, uh, to the listener, I uh, 
managed not to watch a lot of uh, great classic horror series growing up, so I'm trying to make up for that now. And so every year I do a project for myself uh, where for the month of October I try to watch a series of horror movies that I've never seen before and I try to watch all of them. So mostly that's been fun. You know, I, I, I got one year I did all of the Friday the 13ths and one year I did all of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. And then one year I made the terrible decision to watch all the Children of the Corn and those movies are horrible. Every single one of them is horrible. But can I interrupt? Uh, I want to interrupt for a sec. R.I.P. Wes Craven. Very sad. Of course. Very yeah. sad. I didn't know about that till I was listening to um, the X Files files, and then he said that he'd just watched Nightmare on Elm Street, and the girl said me too, probably for the same reason because he died. I'm like, wait, what? So yeah, uh, that happened. It did, August. and yeah, episode ten of the Scream TV show said, you know, dedicated to. Like, oh, oh, sad. I know. Good. Yeah, love, love, love the Nightmare on Elm Street so much. Do you like I them? That they started off strong, and then they got. Sillier. Um, so odd numbers. When it's things like when it's things like I'm going, you're deaf, so I'm going to turn your hearing all the way up and then scratch my fingernails on this blackboard. Okay, Freddie, that's not that terrible. That was probably an even numbered one because Being the creative, odd, but it was stupid the, creative. The odd numbered ones are all great. One is great. Okay. Three is um, Dream Warriors with like the the kids in the mental institution, and yeah. that's the one where he where he pulls out the guy's like um, veins and walks him around like a marionette. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. And five is Dream Child where he takes over her baby and fucks her through the baby. And seven is the one um, that's. Uh, that's in real life, where where Robert Englund and Wes Craven and Heather yeah, Wes Lager- Craven's new nightmare. Yes, that one. Love that one. And I don't even know that what happens really in creative. two, four, and six. That. that was cool. Yeah. Um, of the big three of, uh, and then last year I did the Halloween for the project. So oh, of the nice. Big three: uh, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, and, and um, Nightmare on Elm Street. I found the Elm Street series the weakest. Um, I liked Friday the Thirteenth better, and I liked Halloween better than both of them. Yeah, Halloween is. Awesome. How old are you again? Uh, thirty-three. So what? So you were born. What year were you born? Uh, nineteen eighty-two. Wow. Okay. So yeah. So um, Halloween came out in seventy-nine, and I was um like eleven, and there was like either a Newsweek or a Time magazine that had an article about like like this is the year of like awesome horror, and that was my intro to everything. And I remember seeing a picture in there of, of the guy hanging on the inside of the closet with the sheet over him. And I was like, I have to know about this. And that was when I started watching Friday the 13th at sleepovers and shit. And mm-hmm. always been a giant fan of all that shit. So, cool. yeah. So when well, are you, when um, are you going to start? And by the next time we talk, will you have watched something in the alien predator series? Most likely the, the way that this project works is that I have from October 1st to October 31st to finish the whole thing. And why are you combining them. the two? Because because they eventually combine? Yes, uh, because they eventually they have all the aliens and all the predators and okay. the crossover movies. I'm going to I've got my list of I've got them in order of release is how I'm going to watch them. Oh, okay. And like I said, I have from the 1st to the 31st to do this. Sometimes I might do one and then wait a few days. Sometimes I might do multiple in one day. Uh-huh. It's going to depend on availability. Uh, most of them I found I can rent on Amazon for two ninety nine. Some of them we have in the store, so I can borrow them. And, um, I'll get it done. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't have a set schedule, is what I'm saying. Okay. I can send you the Alien trilogy. You can borrow it and send it back. Oh, I really appreciate it. But I I can rent them all on Amazon. It's cool. Okay. Well, I have, and I also have the like. You have to make sure you get the extended cut of Aliens. 
Okay. Of the second one. Um, they have both available. And so I haven't seen, and I, I've probably seen the first Predator. How many are there? Uh, according to my list, there were two two Predator, original Predator movies, and then was Predators came out a few years ago, the one with Adrian. There's the crossover movies. Okay. All right. So let me know what you're watching when, and I will try to watch the ones I haven't seen so that we can talk okay. about them. But I've seen so, all of the Aliens movies. Here's what I know. Um, uh-huh. Alien series, I know um, I know that Ripley is really cool. Uh-huh. I know Die You Bitch. I know that they are acid blood and that there's the face hugger thing and then it puts eggs in you and then they're chest bursters when they burst out. Um, I know the thing with the giant robot arms. And that might be all I know about the Alien series. Okay, it's not. It's not. It's not die, you bitch. It's. Oh, um, what is it? Oh man, they fucking even do it Son in bitch, in scream in scream two. They even do the line. Um, and I can't remember right now. We'll we'll come okay. back to that. But yes, so yeah, all of that is good. Yep. Um, and then Predator. All I know about is um, it's an invisible alien. Oh, it's get away from her, you bitch! Honey, it's it's man. get away from her, you bitch! There you go. Let's get away from her, you bitch. Yep. Mm, it's so good. So good. Newt is my favorite character. She's so awesome. I had a cat named Newt after her. So yeah. Okay. You've heard the phrase, game over, man, game over? Yes. Yeah, that. That's what uh, that's from? From Aliens, yeah. Oh, okay. Bill Paxton. It's, oh my God, you're going to fucking love I've it. I've so, said a million times, but I didn't know what it was from. And this is the funny thing. And when you said that you had not seen these, it made me think of my thing that I want to go to the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind place and have aliens removed from my head so that I can watch Alien and Aliens for the first time. Oh. I love them so much, those first two movies, so much that I would love, love to watch them for the first time. And I'm super fucking jealous of you. Oh. Yeah, you're gonna. Well, we'll see how that project goes. I hope you'll love them, and yeah, and I will join you on the predators that I have not seen. Well, they so. can't be worse than the Children in the Corn series. I'll tell you that. No, what? Yeah, no, that's uh, okay. Serial. Yes, Serial Podcast, the number one podcast of all time. Indeed, and how Shane and I actually started speaking. We uh, were pod- were podcast buddies. He wrote into podcasts and we were like Facebook friends and blah, blah. But then we started with the serial thing. And then I listened to seven episodes in one day. And then we started talking and I'm like, we need to talk in person because I just can't type all day, every day. <laughs> so that's how Shane and I became friends. And that's how, boom, here he is podcasting with us. And we're yep. doing a so podcast you can blame together. the number one podcast in the world for the number one podcast you listen to to hear us talk. Exactly, exactly. Um, so what do you know about Bo Bergdahl? Okay, for the listeners, Serial does the, – the first season of it was a true crime story about a guy that was wrongly con- – well, maybe wrongly convicted. They never con- decided that. But a guy that was convicted of killing his girlfriend back in the 90s. And they covered this case from a lot of different angles, and it was really cool because it was something nobody had ever heard of. So for season two, they haven't made this an official announcement yet, but it seems like season two is going to focus on the Bo Bergdahl case, the guy that deserted his uh, deserted his base in Afghanistan, and we just traded a bunch of guys for him. Right? I got that right? Yes, I think so. Um, it seems like, though, that he... I did it again. Sorry. Um, that he... It seemed like he was kidnapped by the Taliban for five years, but, well, there's, there's been different versions of the story, and what yeah. he tells is that he was going out – he doesn't say why he went off base, I guess, but he says he got kidnapped, and other people claim that uh, maybe he went out there on purpose or something. I don't know. 
I read something today that he put on a disguise and went a long ways to talk to some general or other. That's all I know. And then I don't know whether he actually did get kidnapped at that point. So he like was kidnapped, but on but before that he had deserted. And that's why, even though they got him back and it was all big heroes welcome, now they're like, "But what were you doing off base in the first place?" So, so uh, last season, like I said, it was very much a case I'd never heard of it. I don't think you had heard of it. Yeah. What do you think of them going from something like that to something that was the biggest story in the world? Well, I had never heard of this case myself, so because uh, Bergdahl, it was yeah. all anybody would talk about on the news for a, a week at least because. Republicans were very upset that we were trading Taliban people to get him back. Oh. I'm um, really, really, really bad at actually following real news because – Well, you know, I watch The Daily Show and I listen to uh, – wait, wait, don't tell me. So. Yep. There you go. It's true. And yeah, I kind of like even slacked off on Daily Show. I'm really, really, really bad on current events. I am. People um, have to tell the, me stuff and the, then I look the, it up. The Daily Show premiered this week and it's not terrible. It's really good actually. Yeah? Yay. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so. Yeah. I fucking cried my ass off on the last episode. Oh, oh I know. So sad. Okay, um, so Bo Bergdahl, you didn't know much about it, but no. you think it's going to change the way they tell the story since it's a story that everybody or a lot of people already know and it's already been all over the news. Um, yeah, and also I heard Sarah Koenig say, like, please, everyone, get your expectations way down. Like, I'm, I'm tired of being accosted in the street all the time. Like, I'm just going to do this story. But also, no, I think she's going to attack it from, like, different angles and talk to lots of people that weren't probably featured in the news and hopefully these people would be more um forthcoming and remember more than in the syed case where this is like you know 15 years ago and yeah, a lot of those people yeah they either didn't remember or or just kind of didn't care yeah but um but well, I am um, I am still following the Adnan Syed case and and yeah. it looks like he's going to get his um like appeal for What's her name being uh, retrial, um, I think, in, right? ineffective counsel? Yeah. And I'm sure it's good. I'm pretty sure it's going to end up the same way as the West Memphis Three, where that um, except they don't probably have that exact same thing in Maryland, but something where he, I think he's going to go free pretty soon. Well, they said he, they can either grant him a retrial, or if the state thinks that's just going to be too much trouble and that they're not going to win, then they may just let him go. Yep. Um, but I think all that is still at least a year or two away. Yeah. Um. I was going to ask something about cereal. Oh, I was going to say something about cereal, which is this thing about it being the Bo Bergdahl case for season two. We got to remember this is not coming from official sources. This is people that are saying things to other people, saying Sarah Canning and other people were talking to me about Bo Bergdahl. Yeah, but <clears throat> it could be they could be working on a project for the regular This American Life, uh-huh. or they could start working on a story and then find out it's not working out and abandon it and do something different. It's true. Or they are making seasons two and three at the same time. So this might be season three that people yeah. are hearing rumors about. So I, we don't know for sure anything. I did hear they're doing two and three right now, both of them. Yeah. Mm. So speaking of not really knowing what's up, um, Leftovers. Yeah. Okay. Leftovers is a show that you've been bugging me to watch forever. And I finally got around to watching it, I think, last month. I watched the first season. Minion. Minion. It is um, – the only thing I, I, I mean, the only thing about Leftovers is, all right, first off, basics in case you haven't seen it. The Leftovers is about uh, uh, three years ago, something happened. Some event happened. Nobody knows what. And uh, what is it? What percentage? Two. Two like, percent of two the world's. Percent, yeah. Two percent of the world's population has gone. They just disappeared. It could be the rapture. Probably not because that's too obvious. I don't know. 
So 2% of the world's population disappears, and we catch up on it three years later, and everybody's trying to like rebuild their lives and go about their business and make the world and figure out how the world works now. But the big complaint I have about this show is that nobody is allowed to be happy for five damn minutes. It's true. Everything it's, is horrible, and everybody sucks. It's true. Um, so that's why the very end of it is is so awesome and uplifting like i i loved that moment and it's also the exact same way that the book ends like with her picking up the baby and saying look what i found which i think is awesome and and at the end also when holy wayne when uh what's his name made a wish kevin made a wish and holy wayne like granted his wish and i think that he wished to have his family back or at least a family and uh and then he got that so You've seen the preview, right, with the people all in a line? Yeah, and I've read about it, too. It looks like season two, they are basically taking the whole cast and relocating them to a new place and just starting the show over, which I think might be a good idea. So, really? You read that? Is that what's happening? It seems to be what's happening. Because what I was... this town in Texas that nobody has, quote-unquote, departed from, mm-hmm. and the main family and this guy, and so the speculation is that they're just picking the show up, putting it somewhere else, and starting over. Okay. Wait, that's the speculation? Yeah, speculation. Okay, so what I was going to say is, um, you know, at the beginning of American Horror Story every year, they put out these little 30-second snippet things that they throw all over Facebook. And Nate used to be like, I don't want to watch those. I don't want any spoilers. But they're, they never they really are. They have anything to do with it. Yeah, they're just creepy little vignettes. And I don't know whether this, like, thing with the people in line in that town where there's no departures, that could just be a little vignette. Might have nothing well, we to do with from- it. We know from official sources that, yeah, that is the town that it's going to be in. They, oh, okay. The family is definitely moving. The priest is definitely moving to that town. And uh, they have new characters that they'll be meeting uh, uh-huh. that live there. Uh-huh. But uh, So we know that much as far as whether it's going to be a complete rehaul of the show. That's what we don't know. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, like, I, I feel like I'm really kicking it, but I just, it's... Don't watch it. Don't watch it back to back to back. Spread it out because you'll want to kill yourself. Yeah, it's hard. It's a really hard show. It's it's yeah. It it is a fucking meditation on loss, and but I think it's gorgeous. Also, it's just a- actually the one time I suddenly did remember that there is one time that a main character experiences fun and happiness, and that is when she gives up her whole identity and becomes somebody else for a day. Who? Uh, your favorite? Oh, guest. She- yeah goes to that thing and winds up being called badge or something guest 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 yeah they just call her guest yeah guest 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 she does and she takes some e and climbs up on top of that departed doll and yeah it's awesome nora durst is her name and she's played by carrie coon who i'm just completely fucking in love with she is adorable and she was in gone girl and um i think my people are here uh-oh. Do we need to pause this and start again tomorrow or later tonight or what? Um, yeah, let's go ahead and pause this and see what we can work out. Hey. Hello. Hi. So, make sure you're recording. I already hit record. It is going. <laughs> okay. And, cool. uh, yeah, so the boys can watch her for ten minutes or so, and if they can't, then we'll stop and or we'll hear lots of screaming. So Yeah. It should be fine. Oh, we could hear, uh, sorry, we could hear horror movie white noise. Oh my god, that was hilarious. What the oh, hell? Distress calls of whales. That was, what the, that woman is messed up. There's something wrong her with her. so much. She's, she's 
great. Yeah. Lovely. 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 So glad she's on this show because, yeah, I haven't seen her really. Has she done anything in a while? Well, uh, Activia commercials, but I mean, it's nice to have one of the original final girls on this show. Exactly. And you remember that, like, um, Bill used to call her Activia or call Carol Activia on Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah. But because she looked like, yeah, I know. So funny. Activia. Fuck that shit. All right. So. What have we still got to cover before we get back? I would like to talk about a couple of things that I want to recommend. Okay. Um, one of them is called What We Do in the Shadows. Have you heard yeah, well, of this? Let's just get to it then. I just wanted to see, you know, what we're uh, if there was anything else official that we had left out. No, I don't think so. We did Scream Queens, oh, okay. Leftovers, Alien Predator. We did Cereal. Um, oh, we're gonna okay. cover. We're gonna talk about Fargo once Fargo starts. That's also, right. yes. Yeah. So, um, do you want to talk briefly about what you thought about last season's Fargo? Yeah, sure. Go. Okay, so Fargo is. I was really worried about it. I did not think it was going to be good at all. Do you love the movie? I love the movie. It's so and good. And I knew that they had gotten permission to use the, you know, to use the movie, uh, but I didn't think that anybody could do a TV show that was worthy of the movie. I mean, Joel and Ethan Cohen are some of the best directors ever. Uh-huh. Um, but it's so good. It gets the um tone right, it gets the characters right, and it didn't try to recast characters in the movie either. It just is a whole new story. Yes. And uh, I liked that a lot. And it, I just thought except for Martin Freeman was so good. He was. Except for the um, picture of the shovel behind Oliver Platt. And that that's, exactly. that's where like he the, got the, the money. The one scene that tied into the movie at all, and it was, hey, what happened to that briefcase that they buried back in yep. the day? Yep. Yep. Oliver Platt found it. So I wouldn't be surprised if season two has other callbacks, but I don't think there'll be anything major. Well, no. Do you know what season two is compared to season one? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, yeah, maybe we shouldn't even talk about it in case people haven't seen season one yet. Well, but if you watch season one, the main detective woman, uh, her dad is going to be the focus of season two. It's going to be a prequel. Yes. And back in the 70s. Yeah. And it has, uh, um, what's her name? Kirsten Dunst, who, yeah. I, I like and her. And Bruce Campbell playing Ronald Reagan. Oh, um, what? Oh, God. Awesome. Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't. And uh, my friend Corby told me that Dame Ju- Judy Dench was in it, but it's actually uh, Jean Smart. But she does kind of oh. look like her. Which uh, <laughs> I don't think so. A little bit, but yeah, I know. I love DJ Dench so much that, yeah. And also, Halloween costume idea, DJ Dench. So like I dre- dressed as a DJ. I dress as an old lady, but then like with like DJ stuff on also. Huh. Yes. Boom. What are you going for, as for Halloween this year? Uh I think uh I am doing because I'm organizing the local zombie pub crawl. Uh oh, that's nice. my big Halloween thing. Yay. And uh for the pub crawl everybody dresses as zombies, but uh you want you know, you don't want everybody to be the same zombie. So mm-hmm. what I'm doing this year, I have a Next generation era Starfleet uniform that I'm mm-hmm. going to wear. Of course and you do. Pointy ears, and I'm going to have green blood. Ooh, nice. Zombie. Yeah. Very nice. Be the only zombie without red blood. Very nice. I'm uh, vacillating between a couple that I've been wanting to do for years. One of them is Holy Cow. So I <laughs> wear a cow costume, but with angel wings you and a halo. Just like puns. I do. I do. And the other one, though, is the Cake Song short skirt long jacket. Mm-hmm. Do you know that song? Yeah, but I think if you dressed like the cake song, you just look like Daria. But Daria doesn't have a machete to cut through red tape. 
Oh, I didn't think of that. I just thought of the short skirt and the long-ish jacket. Yeah, so I'm thinking, okay. I'm thinking like a you know a dress, but with like a lab coat, like that kind of long jacket. Oh, okay. And, and then I have a clipboard that says facility tour on it, mm-hmm. and I have uh, some red tape and a machete, and I have a name tag that um, has Kitty crossed out and Karen written under it. And wow, like, you're going deep. Yeah, I am going deep. And fingernails that shine like justice, just like really bright red fingernails. Um, yeah. Cool. So yeah, I've been th- talking about it for years, and I'm worried that like people will like. Past. What? You what? <laughs> I was saying my my favorite that I've done in the past is uh, Arthur Dent from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which well, because basically that consists of like pajama bottoms, t-shirt, robe, carry around a teacup all night, and a book, and I was good. Yeah, towel. Do you have a towel? Yes, of course I had a towel. I forgot. Um, I can't believe I forgot my towel. But mm. I did that night. I had a towel on my shoulder the whole time. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I'm worried that no one will know what it is. And I have run across people who haven't heard that song. I'm like, well, I, okay, whatever. But um, Nate, Bjork, exist? Nate Bjork thinks it's the best idea like ever to exist because he's a giant Yeah, I think cake it's ben. great. And if I get like six people who do get it, that's totally cool. That's exactly. that's all you need. And like when I went as little Edie from Grey Gardens, like the people who do get it lose their goddamn minds, you know. So it's not like a yeah. regular thing. It's like like oh my god, look at you and gay boys love little Edie. So I, had, I like, dressed as the master from uh, uh, from Manos, the Hands of Fate, which is holy, a really obscure, terrible, holy terrible shit! Movie. You mean Hands, Hands of Fate? Yes, okay, so you've seen the Mystery Science Theater episode. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, so I dressed as the master. I had somebody help me make a giant cape with the hands on it, and I had the mustache, and I made a uh, the staff that he carries. I made it out of a, a coat hanger. Wow. Um, and that was one of my favorites because nobody knew who it was, and then when I had, like, one person recognize it, I was so happy. Exactly, exactly. Awesome. Chris does a really good um, Sergeant Dangle from Reno 911. Mm-hmm. Really, really good because he's like, skinny, and we got him like women's pants and cut him off real short. <laughs> we spray paint his hair gold. He used to have more hair; it worked better when he had more hair. But, but yeah. So, what what I was saying though before, are we done uh, with yes. Halloween for now? So, what we Let's do in talk the sh- about recommendations? Yes, what we do in the shadows is a New Zealand movie, and when when you get it, it says like the New Zealand uh, documentary company because it's a pretend documentary about um, vampires, and it has the oh. guy the guy from uh, Flight of the Concords, Jermaine Clement is one yes. of them, and then a couple of other guys. And they're I've all- seen a trailer for this, I think. Yeah, it's so funny. And they're all flatmates, so they have to deal with, like, you know, the chore wheel and who's going to do the dishes and that kind of stuff and going out and not getting let into clubs because they have to be invited in, <laughs> in into a place. And just awesome little funny things like that. When I was just watching it, I haven't finished it, but it was highly recommended, so I'm sure it's going to continue to be good. But they just ran into, like, a bunch of werewolves outside and getting this, like, rumble. Just like, fuck you, dude. <sighs> Yeah. Now, it's, for the listener, where is this available? Um, you can get it on Amazon. You can only buy it, but it's only nine ninety nine to buy it in regular and That's twelve. The whole season? Tw- no, it's a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, and twelve ninety nine to buy it in HD. So I bought it today because I had a gift card. But um, so that's so far the only place you can get it is on Amazon. You can rent it at your local okay. video store, though. I'm sure um, it's still okay. playing at yeah, one of my one of my theaters. This is nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, and it's still playing at one of my local theaters. I think it's like maybe re- it's at Redbox. Possibly, yeah, it is newish. 
But yeah, it's yeah. it's culting big time in Portland right now. So we have this one beer theater that will hang on to something forever as long as people keep coming. So like Donnie Darko played there for like almost a year because oh, nice. people just kept coming. I and, well, love why Donnie would, Darko. Well, yeah, duh. Do you listen to Mystery Show, that podcast? Yes, actually. The one with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's height was yes. pretty cool. That so was I, funny. I was watching uh, Nightcrawler the other day, and Milo came in, and he's like, who's that? And I I'm saw like, that. And I'm like, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. How tall is he? And he was like, I don't know. And he's like, wait, no, 5'11 and a half. <laughs> like, <laughs> nice. Go, go, 10-year-old boy who listens. No, that was great. I loved that movie. Okay. I, I saw it on my birthday so, last year. That's your first recommendation. What else you got? The Book of Mormon um, original cast soundtrack. Now, I saw the the roving production of this. It came to Birmingham uh, last uh, year, and I saw it, and uh, it was hilarious. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> I, okay. I also – I hate you, or I want to, like, mind meld with you. Was it amazing? Was it amazing? I loved it. It was great. It um, hit for me some very specific nerves that I wasn't expecting to be hit that night, but the whole thing was very funny. The music is catchy. You'll go home singing everything. I've had that the um that African song stuck in my head like all day. Yeah, yeah. But my favorite one is is I believe that one's great. Oh yeah. When you see that one on stage, man, they bring out everything. They bring out like Darth Vader and they bring out I know. Yeah, I figured that there would be Ewoks and there would be uh, Boba Fett and yeah, you know, oh, so cool. So I told Chris to listen to it. He's been stuck behind a scanner for the last few days. I'm like, listen to this. It'll take your mind off of it. And he's like, this is sort of fucking weirding me out actually. Like all this weird like, you know, the part where you have to like cram your feelings down and they mm-hmm. they really do that and oh but yeah mm-hmm. and the line like I believe let's see I believe that in 1978 God changed his mind about black people yeah yeah not oh. uh, exactly the same things that I was raised believing but a lot of it hit home to me and I was like oh okay this is a little cringy but it's also hilarious yeah it's just it's a it's a little bit culty just a touch yeah <laughs> so that's my two things for this week do you have anything. I have one thing that I want to recommend to the listener. I have been reading The Martian. This is the one oh. that the movie's about to come out that has Matt Damon in it. This book is so cool. It is, it's got way more science in it than the average book that you're going to read. Uh-huh. Do not let that turn you off to it. It is so well written and funny. There's these little comedic moments in it. This guy, the only way that he's going to survive on Mars is with comedy, I assume. Nice. But uh, it's really cool. The basic premise is this Mars crew goes to Mars and they're there and they're walking around and then there's a giant storm and they're like shit we gotta get back to our spaceship and go back to Earth and they're all going back to the spaceship and then one dude gets slammed with debris in the storm and he goes flying and uh, they assume he's dead and they go back home and as they're going back home he wakes up and he's like well not dead so now he's gotta figure out a way to communicate with NASA survive until another group can come get him which is gonna be like three years and be the only person on Mars and survive and make it work. And he has food for like a couple weeks unless he... He had enough food for the original mission, which is like a month. So yeah. instead of lasting a month, it would last like six months because there's only one of him. Yeah. But he, he's got to last for like four years. And um, he has to figure out how to grow things and he has to figure out how to stretch his food supply. And um, it's just it's really interesting to read it because it's like one of those books was like, Problem, solution, problem, solution. You know, the whole book yeah. stuff keeps happening and he has to figure out what to do now. Like Apollo – Oh, you know what it is? Like Apollo 13? I was about to say. It's Apollo 13. Nice. Um, my husband's mom was watching that with them one day and she was like, I just – I can't watch this anymore. It's too scary, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, mom, it's a true story. They make it home. 
Yeah. We know what happens. Yeah. Like, Not in this one, though. I'm only two-thirds of the way through the book. He might die. I don't know. Yep, but I exactly. I don't know what's going to happen and what we do in the shadows, but Corby assured me it was wonderful, and I texted her today that I bought it, and it was great. And she's like, I know, right? Like, oh. So, yeah, so, so cute. So, speaking of um, knowing how it ends, I loaned my mom Scream, which mm-hmm. I'm like, why do you want to watch Scream? Because you really like it. Like, okay, fine. You're not going to make it through. So she watches the like previews and watches the beginning of the movie, and then Nev Campbell comes on, and then she's like, and then I had to turn it off because I didn't want to watch that nice girl get killed. Mom, you saw the preview for Scream 2 be- before yeah. the movie started, and she's alive in Scream 2, so therefore, you're, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I wonder what it would be like for somebody to watch Scream for the first time now because that movie – it came out in the 90s. It changed the horror genre entirely at the time, and everything came around and, and, and copied it. At the time, it was this big genre shift, and I'm, I wonder now if somebody who's seen other horror movies could watch it and not feel like it's a, um, a time capsule, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true, yeah. I, I love that movie so much. The style is so specific. Even when like Scream 4 came out, I loved it because I felt it was – the same as the other three movies yep. but some people watched it and said this is not scary and they didn't get that this series is not supposed to be scary but it also it felt like 1998 again and some people don't want that yep i know yeah i went to see scream 4 on opening night on like the biggest yeah. biggest um screen i could find and chris is like really yes this is important to me i, I want so to see scream 4 myself watching that movie because as the movie was happening i was like that's from the first movie that's uh-huh. from the first movie. And then in the end when it turned much of getting the first movie on purpose, I was so proud of myself. Yeah. I really did not like the third one though. The third one sucked. Oh yeah. Because there because there's only one killer. I, I was just like, wait, what? No, you, that's, that's what they were trying to change it up. No, fuck that. There needs to be two killers. Scream movies. I did love though, I loved I love Patrick Warburton in that. I loved like the people playing each other. That was adorable. Parker Posey playing yeah. playing uh Courtney Cox was awesome. Oh my god, speaking of which, we're watching Masters of the Universe from nineteen eighty seven right now. Okay. Um, Courtney Cox is in it. It does she play She Ra? No, there's no She-Ra. So it's on – they're doing it on uh, How Did This Get Made. And so so he's like, if you love He-Man, tune in to watch a movie that has nothing to do with anything you love about He-Man. It's like <laughs> – it's just nothing, nothing. Chris is like, I don't understand what any of this is. And he watched the show and had all the toys. Like none of it makes any sense. It's just stupid. And Dolph Lundgren and uh, fucking Frank Langella plays uh, Skeletor. What? Yeah, I know. Frank Langella has never been younger than 60 years old. There is no way that he played anybody in that movie. And Well, he's got a mask on. Skeletor looks the same as He-Man, just with a different head. Yep. So you can't convince me that Frank Langella ever convincingly played the same as Dolph Lundgren. Well, Dolph Lundgren's face you can see. Skeletor's all covered. You can't really but see But I'm it. saying like the size of the guys, they're both enormous on the show you know yeah it's true i love those old cartoons where just their faces were everything was still and only their mouths moved it was like the world's cheapest animation like it cost like a dollar i loved them all so much though all right well i'm gonna wrap it up let's wrap it up all right listeners thank you for listening to all of our ramblings this is gonna be a semi-regular thing and we'll just talk about whatever we've been watching yeah and if you feel like chiming in on anything and if you're watching the things that we're watching or you just have some recommendations of good fall shit like good scary stuff or like you know pumpkin patches to go to shit like that you can write to us at baltic effect at gmail.com 
And also, if you're listening to this, please, please, please also listen to American Horror Story and The Walking Dead as they start up this fall. They do, on the Baltic Effect. And, uh, yeah, so that's all. And I don't have a catchphrase yet, so that's my catchphrase this week. Do you have a catchphrase? Oh, I have I have a catchphrase. Okay, I got one. All right, so um, uh, you should go away now. You're bumming me out. You're bumming Boone out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.